Hi, and welcome to the Movement Diaries, a no-holds-barred podcast where we'll unpack all things exercise and movement within the world of the no-pain, no-gain fitness culture. Hosted by me, movement coach Jordana Edelstein, we'll dive into why exercise has notoriously become all about self-punishment, fixing what's wrong with how your body looks, and burning off last night's pizza rather than simply feeling good and strong in your own skin. Let's have some honest, candid conversations about how to shift the all-or-nothing mindset around fitness and reclaim movement and exercise as a way to feel capable, confident, and empowered in your own body and mind. Ready to break the rules of exercise with me? Let's get started. Hey, everyone. It's episode 72 of The Movement Diaries. It is Wednesday, March 23rd. This episode is going to air Monday, April 4th. So it's about 10 days behind kind of like the real time of when I'm recording this. And this is one of those episodes I hadn't planned to record today, but I got so fired up about something this morning and talked about it on Instagram and said I was going to do a podcast because I needed a space to talk about it more. So here I am. So last night was my diet breakup plan webinar. Um, which was great. And and thank you to everyone who signed up and who joined and who watched the replay and all of that. And so I, you know, spent an hour and a half talking about yo-yo dieting and how your metabolism adapts and um, why restrictive diets are a short-term fix and why we keep going back to them and regain the weight and, and all the things. So it was like coming off of that, I wake up this morning and I have a Facebook friend request from a total stranger But from someone, we have like 20 mutual friends who all seem to be like local to where I live in New Jersey. And so I click on the person's name and I'm like, oh, okay, she's just a person. So I just like scroll her profile a little bit because I don't know who she is. And immediately I see that she's selling Octavia. And I'm like, oh, she's friending me because she wants to try and sell me. So I get sucked into like reading some of her posts because they are so to be perfectly honest, like upsetting and disturbing in some ways. Uh, Lots of before and after photos, some pictures of meals, of food, lots of hashtags and emojis around getting your beach body ready for May. There's 10 weeks till summer. Um, You know, showing some texts from clients around, I lost 23 and a half pounds in the last seven weeks. Um, like crazy fast weight loss, like these, you know, before and extreme before and after transformations. And I just got, I was like coming off. I mean, putting aside like what I talk about every day and I'm going to say put aside what I do for a living, but just coming off of that webinar last night. And then to get this this morning, like it was just like the irony of the timing of it kind of just struck me like, especially as weird or extra ironic. And I got so fired up and frustrated about it because here's the thing, like I've never openly, I've talked about my experience on isogenics and isogenics, if you're not familiar with isogenics, it's a quote, like hardcore air quotes here, nutritional cleansing program. That's at least what they called it when I did it seven, eight years ago, um, where you drink two shakes a day. You have one meal a day and then you eat um, either some snacks off of their very strict and uh, rigid approved list of foods or you eat their snacks, which are these really odd little wafer like Tums type things or their quote 
fat burning, fat boosting, metabolism boosting chocolate squares. And then four days out of the month, you don't eat anything. You just drink their fat burning juice. Super extreme, super restrictive. I lost around 15 pounds in a month doing this um, and gained it all back plus more over the next six to eight months. So ended up net up 25 pounds. Um, and I'm not going to get in. Well, maybe I'll get into why that happens. Um, but Octavia, I've never done Octavia, but it's, I, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of taken over isogenics. It seems to be everywhere in the suburbs where I live. And what happened was I posted, I just, I made one post in my in Instagram stories today that I'd gotten this like Facebook friend request. And within like a couple of hours, tons of people had sent me DMs around, oh my God, I know so many people who are doing this diet and they've lost so much weight and my boss is trying to get me to do it. And, you know, like, I just can't believe it. And they're losing weight so fast like all kind of the same comments and, you know, having feelings of like, it feels so tempting to want to do that because you see these before and afters and like totally normal, like human reactions to these things. Um, and because these are all people who I'm connected with and who were, you know, kind of following along with the things I share, it's kind of like a both end. They're, they're noticing these thoughts and seeing these things and saying, and I know that's not the answer. And I've done that before and I know what the end result is, which is amazing. And that is like such huge progress. Um, but here's the thing. There's so many, like we are in the minority, right? You folks who are, who are listening and me who's teaching this and the people that I was connecting with, like, you know, today about this, we, we need to like proselytize this stuff. It, it, it's just the, the, the endless posts and comments and around this diet or just like, it's like jaw dropping. And then I was talking to my sister-in-law and she was like, oh my God, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff I see. So she was sending me screenshots of some stuff that she sees on her Facebook feed. And basically if you go on the Octavia website, which I did for a few minutes, they openly say that their plan, which if some people show their before and after pictures in very small fine print says, oh, the Octavia five in one plan when their quote coaches are talking about the program, they don't say what it is. They don't say how it works. They just say message me for details. And they hashtag this thing called healthy you. Um, and the program, it says on the website, you get eight, you eat 800 to 1000 calories a day. I'm just, I'm pausing for effect there. I'm pausing to give you a moment to like let that sink in. That is a, that's mal, like that's like, pretty close to malnutrition levels of calories. Um, five-year-olds eat more food than that, literally. Um, it, there, you cannot get the nutrition that you need in 800 to 1,000 calories a day. People who use diets like that are most often under medical supervision and may have medical reasons for which they need to lose weight and may be extremely overweight and have other health issues going on associated with that. For the mainstream population who is not under the care of a physician for anything kind of weight or endocrine related, that's a very, very extreme calorie restriction. And so it makes perfect sense that people are dropping weight three pounds a week. That's what's going to happen. Fast and like very dramatic. 
And that makes for great fucking marketing, right? So that makes it very easy for people to go out and sell this and to show before and after pictures. And what gets me so fired up, one, it's not even just that that what it is itself. It's the marketing around it. It's the, you've got 10 weeks till Memorial Day. Uh, summer bodies are built in the winter. These are hashtags I saw today on some of these posts. Other women, women saying this to other women, which I've got to be honest, that's really, that gets to me because so much of diet culture and diet culture being the messaging that surrounds us that tells us that anything is worth losing weight and looking a certain way, sacrificing anything with the end goal of weight loss. That is what diet culture is about. So to see women selling this to other women and putting other women under the pressure of this is really frustrating. Now, I do want to say that, like, I don't, I don't think that the, the people who are selling this see it that way at all. I don't think that they're like bad people. I think that they're well-intentioned, right? They've done this diet. They've lost weight. They like the way they look. And now they are working in an MLM business model, right? Because that we cannot overlook that as part of this. That's not really what I want to talk about. Um, I don't think any of these people are, are bad people. And so I'm not even like, I, I don't want this to come across as me like judging them because this isn't, this is about a lack of education and a lack of awareness. And at the end of the day, I don't want to say it's nobody's fault because at a certain point you have to take responsibility, but it's like, you don't know what you don't know. And that is the case for most people. Most people don't know that this is bad, that this is a problem, that this is going to suck them in to years. If not, it's already mixed in with your years of previous disordered eating behavior and dieting. This is going to pull you into a cycle that's going to be impossible. Not impossible. I don't want to say that. It's going to be very difficult to get out of. Not impossible at all. Um, I was kind of over-dramatizing, but cannot emphasize enough how this is going to suck you in, how your body's going to adapt, what it's going to do to your metabolism. Um, and I, I know plenty of women locally who have done this, have done it and regained the weight, which is normal, right? When you restrict to that extent, your metabolism adapts. That is what it is supposed to do. It's not broken. It's not damaged. It's adapted. But because that diet is so extreme, you're only going to be able to sustain that for so long. I don't care how much weight you lose and how good you believe that you look. At a certain point, you are not going to be able to continue to eat that little food and be a functioning, happy, healthy human being. And so you will start eating more food and you will start eating more food at a much faster rate than your metabolism can deal with. And that's how the weight comes back on very quickly. Your body's adapted. And like I said, that is what it, this is all we talked about in the webinar. The point is when you go super low with calories, body adapts, you can't restrict any further. You get sick of it. You say, screw it. You start eating more food. Um, even if you're eating like, you know, quote healthy, if you're eating more healthy food, larger portion sizes, you're typically, because you've been restricting so much, you're typically adding on 
more food pretty quickly because you're hungry and you're sick of living like that and your body can't keep up and the weight gain is going to come back on very quickly. Um, and then you gain the weight and you're like, oh shit, I didn't, I did it again. Like here I am, I did the same thing. And then you go back to that diet again. And then the same thing happens. And every time you do it, you're like perpetuating the cycle and your metabolism continue adapt, continues to adapt and making it harder and harder for you to lose weight and easier and easier for you to regain it. Um, and so the women that I know that have done this, like it's a lot of like food replacements, bars and these weird powders that you mix in with water and not even like shakes, like food, like dried foods, replacement meal things. Um, and it's just like, we think about how much you are sacrificing, what you are giving up to lose weight. You're eating like dried powdered foods like all the time. This is not the same as like protein powder and making like a nutritious smoothie. It's not the same. Um, and eating bars that I've heard taste disgusting in replacement, in place of multiple meals a day. How are you functioning like that? How are you going out to restaurants? How are you going to out with your friends or to parties or weddings? And now this is like real stuff, right? So maybe for the past two years, it was easy to avoid that because we were home. But no longer, right? Things are, things have resumed. People are going places. So when you do a diet like this and you are beholden to their specific foods and rules and guidelines on top of the extreme restriction, it's like a double whammy of like, what the fuck do I do when I have to leave my house and go meet a friend for lunch? What do you do? You iceberg lettuce with vinegar? That's not fun. It's not fucking fun. Like it is miserable to eat that little amount of food. It is a not, I don't, I'm going to say it's, it's not healthy. It is detrimental to your mental health and well-being. It's going to jack up your cravings. Obviously, you're going to be hungry. You're going to be irritable. You're going to be moody. You're going to be resentful. All in the name of losing weight. Is that weight loss worth it to you? Like these are the questions we need to be asking. These are the things we need to be talking about. Everyone who's listening to this is an adult. You have the autonomy to make your own choices. So if you want to do this diet, okay, you need to know all of the risks and all of the information going in so you can make an informed decision because a before and after picture is not the information that you need. That is marketing. And it's a it's an easy tool to suck you in. A before and after picture that you see on someone's Facebook page does not show the agony that this person is in when they can't go out to dinner with their friends or they go out and they have to order, you know, I'm just going to have steamed broccoli with nothing on it and a water. Um, you know, what it's like to walk around hungry all day, what it's like to not eat real food for most meals of the day, um, what it's like to feel irritable and snap at your kids. And I know this is true, one, because people have told me stories Two, because I did isogenics and I lived through it, so I know. And three, because I know how the human body functions. And the human body is not meant to live this way. And it will give you a ton of feedback and a ton of signals that what you're doing is not working if you pay attention. But we tend to ignore them because they don't align with our weight loss goals. So really, this is about understanding what you are sacrificing and what you are giving up in the name of weight loss. I am all for sustainable fat loss. This is not... This is not um, 
about being anti-diet or anti-fat loss. I coach people with fat loss. I say this all the time. This is about knowing what is sustainable and what is not. What actions are you taking around food and your behaviors around food that bring you closer to who you are as a person and allow you to show up more authentically as you? And what actions are you taking around food that pull you further away from who you are? I find it very hard to believe that being on a diet like this helps bring you closer to being the best version of yourself because the best version of yourself is not reliant on being a certain weight. We think that it is. We all think that it is. It is not, especially if you've gotten to that weight by essentially in some form or another starving yourself because then what do you do when you can't follow this diet anymore? When you can't buy their bars and their powders and their mixes and again, you have an event to go to where you want to go out to dinner with a friend and you're like, shit, what, what do I do now? I'm really hungry and I want like a regular serving of food. Um, I don't want the diet version. I don't want the fat-free cheese version. I want like real food that actually tastes good and fills my belly and makes me feel full and is satisfying. Um, there, I, I just, I don't want to speak in absolutes, but there are very few people who can go through life with that type of restriction and not have an impact their well-being. Because uh, that's how humans are built. Like we are, food is not just fuel. Food is love and comfort and enjoyment and community and family and memories and connection. Food is a lot of things. And when you take that away, it's it's very hard to navigate the world. Um and this is why, like, I, I do values-based coaching. Like, what values are most important to you? And how do they connect to what you are, the way you're choosing to take care of yourself with food and exercise? Right? Because we're very, like, you know, we want to make sure that our kids are getting the nutrition they need and they're playing outside and not, you know, spending too much time on iPads or whatever the thing is. But for ourselves, we're like, fuck it, I'll do anything. I'm willing to give up anything to lose 25 pounds. So it's like, when you think about it like that, it's kind of a real reality check. Um, I, it's just, so if you're listening to this and you've done Octavia, or if you are thinking about it and you're seeing the marketing and you're like, Oh man, look at that person. They look so good. They lost 25 pounds. And it'd be so easy just to do that. And it wouldn't have to like do all this work. And like, I get it. I understand that. I have been there. But you have to be thinking long-term. Those are short-term fixes. I said this on Instagram today. I don't want to see a 30-day before and after picture. I don't even want to see a 60 or a 90-day before and after picture. You want to play the before and after picture game? Show me an after picture in two years. Where is that person two years from now? What's happened with their weight? What's happened with their eating habits? Have they changed any of their beliefs and their behaviors around eating and food? Because that's what matters. I don't give a shit what a picture looks like after 30 days. It means nothing. It means that you follow the rules of a very rigid diet for 30 days, which anyone who's listening to this podcast has done at least once in their life, right? Raise your hand. Yes, I'm raising my hand. I've done it countless times. Um, so I know how meaningless it is. And yet we still are so susceptible. We are still so drawn in by those photos and these companies know it. And that's why they use them. So you have to educate yourself. You have to be smarter than that. You have to know what matters to you. 
that a before and after picture does not tell the whole story. I did a whole pod, separate podcast episode just about before and after photos. It still rings true. It tells you, it tells you nothing. It tells you that someone lost weight. Doesn't tell you how we feel on the inside. Doesn't tell you how they did it. Doesn't tell you if they've maintained it. Doesn't tell you if they've learned anything. That's it. It is, again, it is a short-term demonstration of something. And I, I say this often, I don't care what you're doing or what your results are in the next 30 days. I care what you're doing 30 years from now. That's what I care about. That the things that you hear from me and that you learn and the skills you're practicing are with you for life. And that is why I talk about skills, right? I don't talk about rules. We talk about skills and we talk about structure. So I just wanted to get on here. It says 20 minutes is a long solo episode because I feel so strongly about this. And there's probably things that I wanted to say that I'm forgetting. But I want you to know that I get it. And I want you to know, again, this is, I feel like I started this thought and didn't finish it. This is not a judgment on anyone who's done Octavia, anyone who sells Octavia, anyone who's, who's thinking about doing Octavia. This is about educating yourself. And anytime you make a change, even people like who come to work with me, you should understand, like you should fully understand the way I approach this, right? We have, this is why I have, I have a phone call or a Zoom call with every single person who is interested in one-on-one coaching. I don't, they don't just sign up on my website. We have a half hour conversation together where I know what their challenges are and they know how I work and what I teach and how I coach. So it's very clear. You are educated on the process. And you need to know all of your options. You need to understand what the risks are for things. You need to understand the work you're going to put in. You need to understand what the outcomes are going to be and what you need to do to get to those outcomes. And does that outcome line up with what you want, right? Does losing three pounds a week line up with a long-term sustainable weight loss goal, right? It's about educating yourself. And I really believe that most of the people that are selling this, like, just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And that's true. There's plenty of things that I don't know. So this is just about creating awareness around what these diets are. It's not just this one. It's isogenics. And there are others. Um, You know, the whole multi-level marketing thing puts a whole other thing into it. But I don't even really, like, want to get into that. I just want to talk about, like, you know, the, the the diet itself and the marketing behind it. Um, you need to take responsibility and really understand what it is that you're doing before you start any, any diet or attempt to lose weight in any way. And your history and your background matters a lot. You cannot ignore what you have done and where you have been. One, because it's impacted you biologically. It's impacted your metabolism. And two, because it's all wrapped up in your in your behaviors and your beliefs and your thoughts around yourself or on food. And if you are someone who's had any type of disordered eating or has done a lot of yo-yo dieting and crash diets and you go and you do something like that again, it is not going, it just doesn't, it doesn't gel. It's not going to work long term. And again, you've got to be thinking long term. We have to start moving away from fat loss as a short term instant gratification thing. I don't care about your kid's bar mitzvah or your cousin's wedding or that you're going on a vacation or you're going on a family cruise or you have family photos. It does not matter. You can 
feel good and look good in those photos for many other reasons than the size of your body. That's a whole other podcast episode. Your weight is not the defining factor about who you are and how you feel about yourself. We've been taught that it is, and that is why you feel that way. That is part of diet culture because we've been taught that we should be willing to sacrifice anything in order to lose weight. Inherently, we internalize then that if we gain weight or in a bigger body, that we have not done enough. We are being lazy. We're not working hard enough. We're not trying hard enough. We are not worthy. So there's a lot of messages that come through. I don't want to say subtly, but kind of as part of the marketing that we see. The reason that you believe that your weight is tied to your happiness is because we've been taught so by the media. That's not something that we are born with right? We are born, we have personality traits and we are born, obviously our genetics control a lot. You are not born thinking or knowing or feeling as like a small child that if your body is bigger, that you are not worthy, but we learn it at a very early age. These are things we are taught, which means they can be untaught. It means they can be unlearned, but we have to have the awareness around that. And that is, that's, that's really what this is about. That's what I'm trying to do here. So, wow, this is a long one. I think I've said enough. Um, I would love to connect with you on this and hear your experiences, hear your thoughts, um, reach out, you know where to find me. Um, yeah, I think that's it for now. More soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the movement diaries. If you love this episode or are enjoying this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want more information or want to learn more about me or anything I offer, you can check me out on Instagram. My handle is just my first name and my last name, Jordana Adelstein. Website is the same thing. I have lots of free classes and tutorials and I'm always sharing. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day sharing what's going on in my life and how to make movement and exercise a more joyful part of your routine. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.